Hello, everybody. Welcome to another uh, In Her session. Today we have the lovely Sam Asser joining us. Um, so I'm really excited to have this chat with Sam. She's doing some really awesome stuff in the world and I'll save the introduction um, for when Sam jumps on, which she's doing now. And I'm just giving um, permission for you to come through, Sam see you coming through now hi hi ah. <laughs> so good you? to see you i know you too look at you you look all like fresh and like you've just come off an island you look beautiful <laughs> i've just come out of a dance maybe that's why <laughs> oh yeah full of all the um happy vibes i'm all like rubbed up because i'm sitting in front of the air conditioning which sounds ridiculous it's 30 <laughs> degrees here today so i'm like the house is all like shut down with air conditioning so it'll just get so hot in here. <laughs> so you've rugged up. I love that. <laughs> I've rugged up for the heat. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, thank you for joining. I'm really, really Thanks excited for having to me. have you. Um, I'm just going to give you a good intro. So um, Sam Assa is a heart-based life coach, speaker and host of the Inner Experience podcast. And she supports men and women to navigate their inner experience by unpacking beliefs, working through hard stuff and living from the heart to harness their full potential and show up fully in life. Wow, that is amazing. Tell me, tell me all about you, what you're doing and your work. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always been somebody that is curious about you know, people and the way that we work and um, what's hold us, what holds us back from doing what we love. And I've always kind of been that type of person that just, in, just enjoys understanding what like gets someone fired up, right? And uh, recently I've just come out of um, co-founding a business called Fastway to Health with my brother and we were in the health and wellness industry. And as you know, prior to that, I was in the health and fitness industry. And what I, what I recognized over that time that a huge common, common problem was or common thread from the, from the health and fitness industry, like why people would come and want to join a gym or why people want to get healthier to then the challenges that were coming up in people's health and, um, and lives was that it was never usually much about the health problem. It was much about a disconnection to self. And so I got more curious about that and I decided to go headfirst into, okay, well, well perhaps um, if somebody was working on an emotion that's trapped in their body or something that they've suppressed deep down, then if they were to release that and actually just like be with it, can that change their, the course of their health or uh, change a challenge? And when I started working with people one-on-one, -on -one, when I started to host these events that were hitting thousands of people around the world, when I started interviewing experts that in their field on like fasting and different health, um, health people, I recognized that that was, that was like legit. Like energy has so much to do with it and emotion has so much to do, it, do with it. And I'm just deeply passionate about that. So um, what, what I see in people is um, people that are living kind of mediocre lives, like not happy with where they're at. And I want to be somebody that can support them and hold space for them to come back to their truth and, and what, they, what they want to do and what lights them up and then help them to be able to go and do that. Amazing. Oh, my God. What an awesome journey. Like, it's so cool what you've done. And I feel like so many people can um, benefit from really digging into that stuff and looking at, yeah, what's actually going on and how they can actually grow and, and be more at peace with who they are. 
Mm, absolutely. It's, it's incredible. Um, so with the stuff you do then, I have no doubt that you would see a lot of people dealing with those things that, that I've talked about um, in these sessions, like the comparison and the self-doubt and the negative um, self-image in whatever way that presents itself. Yeah. It would be something you'd see a lot, yeah? Yeah, and um, it's something that I experience a lot. Like I experience a lot in myself, you know, and I think that the journey of like sometimes I feel like it's like the, the hat of um, ignorance is bliss or like not looking at this work is sometimes somewhat easier for people yeah. to an extent, you know, because once you dig deeper into following the thing that lights you up and following your passions, it takes dedication and a willingness to go through the hard stuff. And so I, I notice it like a lot with myself of like the things that I want to do. Like I launched a podcast and I experienced all of the things like the comparison, oh, yeah. the self-doubt, like the like imposter syndrome, like all of the things. And, um, and what I learned from that is how can I sit in it and not judge it and not shame myself for feeling that and knowing that I'm human and that, you know, everyone, and I realized this from interviewing people that some, we sometimes put on a pedestal, right? Like, or sometimes people that are ahead of us, we think that they've got it all worked out. And I learned really quickly of interviewing these people like, oh, like we're all just winging it. We're all just like yeah. making it up as we go. And we're all human experiencing these same things. It just looks different for each person. And so how can I be with the self-doubt and feel it and be like, cool, I'm feeling doubt and I love that and I'm just going to feel it and let it be there. And then when I allow it to be there, it kind of releases and allows space for something new to come through. And so the moments that I wasn't okay with this and I would judge it and I would shame it and I would push it back down and pretend I've got it all worked out and pretend I can handle all of it, um, that's when I started to face like, you know, challenge after challenge and, and resistance and things not changing or staying stuck in a problem. So I learned that like just being okay with going, oh, this is what I'm feeling and that's okay. That allows space for something new to come through. Yeah. It's so true, isn't it? It's so easy to get into that whole space where you're trying to do something good and you really have this passion and something driving you that you really want to help and be there and hold space and, and be a positive vibe and influence and then those the there's fears and thoughts come running at you like oh my god I'm not good enough to do this or who cares what I have to say all that stuff that comes up and if you don't dig in it is easier it is much easier just to live in ignorance but it doesn't actually serve you in the long run does it no because then you're not really living a fulfilling life right like you're feeling like Correct. there's something missing like there's been so many times where I've been in this and I'm like cool, Sam, just give up, just stop, just go back to, you know, this, you know, and then every part of me is like, I can't, like, I literally can't. Like, I think once you know what you know, you can't go, you can't like unknow it. And so yeah. you can't just like, okay, I'm just going to go back to not knowing this thing and not knowing what I, you know, really lights me up. And, and like, I just, you can't. And so it's just about how can I kind of have the tools or the support or have the self-awareness to be able to move through the door to the other side. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Once you kind of get in and, and it's, it's in you and it's, and it's been allowed to actually show its face and, and you can see what you actually could really potentially, you know, achieve by following what's really inside you. You can't turn your back on that and go, yeah, I'll just go back and do nothing. <laughs> because like, I always, I always ask myself like, well, what's the other option? Like the other option is to not do it. And then I just will go through my life like 
what being vanilla (laughs) yeah and it's like it's like (laughs) what's the other option the other option is to not and then to settle and then to live and cool if that's that's maybe a path for some people and that's so fine but for me that's like doesn't light me up and it doesn't ignite something and it doesn't make me excited to be alive and I just think why else am I here you know and so I kind of when I doubt myself or when I um, I'm sitting in that space of like, this is so hard. Like this feels so hard. I'm like, okay, Sam, well, what's the other option? It's like, there yeah. is none. <laughs> <laughs> there is no other option. Yeah. It is hard, isn't it? Um, sometimes when you're first wanting to kind of come out in this online space and be seen and overcoming those hurdles of, um, of fear of what people are going to think of you or how you're going to sound mm. or how you're going to look. It's, um, yeah, it's a challenge, um, but it's so much it's so much, there's so much satisfaction in actually getting over those hurdles and doing it anyway and just going, oh, well, I can do this. Yeah. And what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? I think Brene Brown is somebody who really helped me in that space because she says, um, you know, if you're not in the arena, like, then I don't want to hear from you. And I think so often, and this is what my experience at the beginning of this journey was I cared so much about what people judgments and thoughts were of people that weren't even in the arena you know like weren't in my arena and Mm. I was like why do I care so much and I think it's always just a reflection of like okay well where am I judging myself like where am I um where am I not fully stepping into into this or why where am I scared and it was like a, a good kind of reflection of what I need what work I personally needed to do but then Brene Brown shares some gold on this around um you like we care as humans, we care what people think, but like, who are you, who are you caring about? Like make that matter, like make the, the opinions of the people that are in your arena or that really matter, make that matter to your life. Not the ones that, you know, aren't. That's a really good way to look at it actually. Cause it's so easy to do, isn't it? You actually nailed, hit the nail on the head just there thinking about um, opinions of people who actually aren't in your arena, who aren't doing it. What does it even matter? Like, you know, they can have an opinion, but you don't have to take it on. Yeah. Yeah, because so often and we're just bringing up uncomfortable stuff in them, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's true that that person's doing something that perhaps I want to do, or perhaps they're they're showing some sort of trait that I have in me that I'm not living into. And that is like creating some sort of trigger or an emotional response. So the best thing that I can do is judge them or bring them down or whatever. And so often when you kind of take yourself out of the equation and like take a a bird's eye view and you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's what's happening. It kind of yeah. hel- it helps you not to shrink yourself, but also um, you bring light to what's actually going on and have compassion. I think compassion has been a huge one on my journey of realizing everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's got their own shit. <laughs> and yeah. if we just have compassion for that, then it doesn't mean that I need to dim my light. Yeah, exactly. And so with the work that you're doing, how do you, how do you do this work? the people that you are coaching and working with to help them overcome some of this stuff what's some of the things that you're doing um so i work one-on-one with people and in group coaching programs and online courses and things and a lot of the time like i've really practiced present moment awareness so bringing people to the present moment and bringing myself to the present moment and just being real with what's in front of us like what are we dealing with right now like right like what is the thing that's alive on your heart that you're not expressing Like, what is the thing that's blocking you from getting in your body and feeling right now? Like, what are you trying to avoid? You know, like so many people are wanting to, wanting to do something. They're just like, I don't know. 
like that step, there's just like some sort of block and it's just this fear. Yeah. This stuckness and this fear to move on to the other side. And so, um, you know, so much of the work that I do is helping people actually come to my first coaching session because there's so many blocks in the the way, like, you know, you start, you want to create change in your life and you want to do something different. So you reach out to a coach or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden all this fear shows up and then you kind of like are running or, you know, self-sabotaging or patterns are showing up that kind of are destructive to you. And so it's even that that shows up first. So really the work that I do is bringing people into their body and into their heart and out of the head, which is filled with the busyness and the, the, the stresses and the stories that we tell ourselves to hold ourselves back and the things that are, are blocking us from actually getting what we want. And it's moving us from that space into our body, into our heart that, has, that knows all, like it knows all. And we have gotten so good at not listening to that. Hmm. And we've, true, you know, we don't, and people say to me, Sam, like, I don't know what my intuition is. I don't know how to listen to that. And so sometimes it takes a few sessions. Sometimes with women, I can get there easier. Sometimes with men, it takes like three hours because their nervous system is dense and they live yeah. a lot. Most, most men live a lot from the head. You know, I need to find a solution to this problem. And it's like, <laughs> great. But then how do we get into the body and, and actually allow yourself to feel the emotion and get through all the stories where you've been conditioned to believe that that's not okay. Um, and once we get to that place and we, we, and I support them, I don't tell them what to do or to, you know, anything. I just support them in feeling then um, it's pretty amazing what happens. And one of the, the common things that people will say to me after is like, I just feel so much lighter. Yeah, Isn't that nice? so that's beautiful. Yeah, I think we often walk around feeling heavy and, mm. you know, and it's like letting that baggage go for a second and, and then seeing what's possible from that space is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, and having somebody who actually can understand what you're feeling and trying to do and help you bring that out in you um, takes the weight off your shoulders enormously. We are walking around yeah. carrying so much shit on our shoulders, aren't we, a lot of the time? Yeah, yeah. And I think what you said before, like people just want to be seen. I think it's the same as like people just want to be heard or mm. just want to want to feel okay to feel not okay, you know? Yeah. And so it's like just having a space where you can do that and feel supported and not feel shame around that and be able to, like I said at the start, like release it to then allow space for something new. It's so amazing what can come from that it is and I know that you um I've seen you talk about doing these um these women's circles which kind of brings me to my next point is this community and women and how that can really um benefit us like by bringing out that confidence and trust and um you know helping with our intuition so um how how do you find those women's circles because I've actually never been to one I'm really curious to actually get to one they look really interesting Mm -hmm. yeah There's so many elements to this that I'd love to share because um, for me, like the sisterhood or, you know, women's circles was so totally not my thing. Like I had so many, I had so many wounds around this because of different things in my life because of um, if we go back like ancestral times, go back generations, there are so many like deep wounds within the feminine of women um, around 
um, coming together, you know, like that's why we, a lot of the time experience jealousy or competition or bringing other women down and not supporting them. And um, there's so many like deep wounds that are in a lot of women's DNA and and cells. So when people even think about coming together in a a group of women, you're like, (laughs) 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 you know? Yeah. Um, And I was one of those. And I also was told by lots of different people growing up, like that I get along better with men. That I, you're one of the guys, you get along better with men, you don't have many girlfriends, or I'd have girlfriends like that would come and go, you know, like I wasn't, um, I wasn't a girly girl, I was one of the guys. Um, and so, even though, yeah, I got along well with guys, I, that people telling me that constantly started to like buy into that stories around, yeah, like women coming together equals jealousy and competition and drama and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I started diving into the work around the masculine and feminine energies within us and also around intimacy and relationships. And something that we hear so often from women is, um, and if they're in a, like a man woman relationship is I'm not being fully met from my man or I'm not experiencing the deepest intimacy or I'm not getting, they, they don't know how to love me or they're not giving me what I want. And we put so much pressure on this one human, like this one (laughs) poor human, to fulfill every part of love that comes in different forms that we need as a woman. And what happens when sisters come together and women come together is that we have a different energy to men and we can fill up the cup that we, of needs that women want to be met and we can fill that cup so that we don't put the pressure on our relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah. So far? It does. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when women come together in, we're the same, right? So we want to be seen. We want to be felt. We want to be heard. We want a place to express. We want to feel supported. We want to feel nurtured. And all of our feminine qualities tend to come out and and nourish us and we feel super nourished. And so we don't then go home from a lacking cup, a, la- a, la- a lacking love cup and go and put all of these expectations on somebody else to fill it. We have yep. like diff- we have different forms of people coming together to do that. And so, um, yeah, so I like went on this journey of like completely repelling it and then completely <laughs> understanding like, oh shit, like I've definitely um, been in relationships where I put way too much pressure on the other person because my needs weren't being met. But when I expected them to be to like fully meet me in ways that they wouldn't even know how, then that wasn't fair. And then mm. flipping to this, this side of the masculine and fem- feminine work and realizing like the power of the, and the magic that happens when women actually come together and it doesn't even have to be anything profound that happens in these circles. It's just a beautiful space of love yeah. where women can subconsciously on a cellular level and also consciously heal together and and realize like we don't need to um buy into these things from our past anymore that um we can come together we can support each other and winning doesn't mean someone else has to lose um we can just come together and support and it's super nourishing for us and for um our intimate relationship yeah sounds amazing and i can so see how that would work i mean i even feel like that when i spend time with my female friends and you know, I come away from that feeling so fulfilled um, that I think it makes sense that then you wouldn't come home and put all that pressure onto you. Like I have, I have a husband, but I can 
see myself coming home from, you know, catching up with just group, my groups of girlfriends and feeling so good about that, that I wouldn't come home and be ne- as needy, you know, where you can p- put that pressure on your, your other person to really fulfill that stuff. So I can see how beautiful that would be. What yeah. a nice thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you get that, you get that thing that you need that perhaps your man doesn't understand how to do, you know, like, are you even listening to me? Or like, are you, do, do you even like, like, you know, maybe they don't know how to fully like allow your emotional experience to come out. But with women, like you feel fully held in that. And so, yeah, yeah it's a really nourishing space. And, and there's different ones that I've been a part of, like um, maybe cacao ceremony ones, or maybe like dance ones that you tap into your sacred dance and you feel safe. There's ones where I've, fully being able to unnumb my body and express from like my yoni, my, my heart and my throat and like wow. un- unblock any channels like that because you just in a women, uh, in a, in a room full of women that can really relate. And wow. then I've just been in really beautiful ones where you kind of meditate together or chat or ask questions or just, um, you know, express whatever needs to come up, come, come out and wow. yes, there's different forms. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know any of that all I knew was it was like a circle of women but I didn't really know that there was all different ways of doing it how um how cool and how interesting yeah such a really nice thing to do um I must get to yeah I must get to a women's circle and and experience it myself I think yeah for sure um so along your journey you mentioned Brene Brene Brown who else Mm -hmm. has inspired you along the way what a question what a big question and I ask I ask the question I'll tell you why I ask it I ask it in from the place of um sending out love to um other people so it's a it's more for the positive vibe of it I know it's such a huge question and it's probably um there's probably a million people that have inspired you um Mm. but it's more of a yeah it's just so it's like a pay it forward kind of sending out the Mm -hmm. love vibes in a positive way yeah it's hard because there's so many women that I could, that are out there, you know, in, in the, in the public eye and doing great things and that have definitely inspired me from people who have books that I've read and things. But if I'm being completely honest, I'm inspired every day from a woman and maybe someone I've never met and maybe someone that's super close to me, maybe someone that definitely is out there in the public eye but every day I'm inspired by a woman who is showing up to her life and being brave. And from somebody who, you know, from my friend who gave birth and had a baby to um, another friend who um, is running a triathlon this weekend to somebody else who got up in the morning, even though they've had a shitty week, like to somebody who um, said no when they, when they wanted to say no and didn't say yes to people, please. Like just these things literally inspire me every day from people, people who are starting businesses and or like or leaving a job that they don't like to do something that they love like that is literally what fuels me and makes me inspired from these incredible women who are out there doing great things and then continuing on from that um something that I've learned as well and it kind of goes back to when what you see in other people is kind of a reflection of you um is sometimes I ask myself like how can I be my own inspiration today like instead of it being always one. external, you know, and like always, um, always out and always like, how, how can I be more like that person? Cause then we fall into that comparison trap. It's yeah. like, okay, how can I be my own inspiration? Like what have I, how can I reflect on what I've done so far and go, 
hell yeah, girl, like you're doing good. And like, um, I'm inspired to keep going by my own work that I've done so far. And that's taken so long to get to that place of being able to, you know, look in the mirror and be able to do that or, you know, journal and be able to do that. But I think we're so used to putting ourselves down that how can we rewrite that story? And I think it starts by um, appreciating where we've been and who we are and how we're showing up today and giving ourselves some love and grace for that. So I'm deeply inspired by so many women in my life, but I could sit here and say the people out there and I could say my mom and I could say my grandma and my nan, all these people. But at the end of the day, I'm inspired by women every single day, whether I know them or not, from just how they're showing up. That's a beautiful answer. I love that. And I particularly love the um, asking yourself the question, what, what can I inspire in myself today? I think that's beautiful and a really nice practice to get into. So thank you for yeah. that one. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Samuel, awesome. Like I'm so happy to see what you're doing and how happy and excited you are for your life and the things you're doing are just incredible. It's just been a pleasure to have you here and and come on and spend some time with me chatting today. I love it. It's just awesome. You're Thanks, Trace. And I'm super inspired by you because um, I know this is a brave thing to do. And I know that you're going after what you want and doing things that matter in the world. So I appreciate the work that you do as well. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It's really nice to um, to take the leap and to kind of, yeah, get, get going out there and... Um, it's really good to have all these beautiful women like yourself come on and, and hear what everybody else is doing. It gives, it, it fuels my fire and gives me that extra bit of, I guess, strength and courage to, you know, to keep going and knowing that you're surrounded by other people sort of on their own paths, doing their things, but collectively we are doing good things, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yep. I feel you. Awesome. Well, um, thank you for joining us and I hope you have a really lovely day. What are you off to do? Um, I'm about to jump on a podcast interview actually and oh, cool. um, Thursdays and Fridays are like my favorite days because it means I'm either interviewing or running a course or doing coaching clients and like my favorite so I'm about to jump onto another interview. Oh well have a lovely interview and thank you for your time today and I hope to um, see your beautiful face in person at some point somewhere <laughs> next summer in the same city. <laughs> Thanks Trace, lots of love. Bye Sam. Bye.